Welcome to the Hard Questions Real Answers podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Nat, and we are at NRB 2022. We are wrapping up a great week, and we are wrapping it up in a big way. We have Steve Otterburn back on the program. Steve, good to have you back here. Thanks, Nat. Always good to be with you. Well, Steve, let's see. You've written like a thousand books, and you know, I don't know how many books you've written a lot, uh, but you have uh, New Life Clinics, which is an incredible ministry to help get people's life back on track. You have a podcast. Uh, podcast going on right now. I'm blessed greatly uh, to be doing the stuff that I'm doing, and um, it's good to be with you. Well, it's great to be with you. I'm excited for what's coming, and uh, today I want to talk about forgiveness. Uh, it seems like in counseling sessions, forgiveness is always coming up. In my own personal life, it's always coming up, and we know the Bible is is very clear. We are called to forgive people. I mean, the amount of forgiveness that we've received from Jesus Christ, uh, through Jesus Christ, from God the Father, it's like overwhelming. And we need to be bestowers of that same forgiveness. But I'm curious as we begin this discussion, how do you define forgiveness? Yeah. Well, you know, um, when let me t- tell you some things that it's not hmm. as a way to define it. Some people say, I will never forgive him because they think forgiveness means excusing. Right. So forgiveness isn't excusing that. Forgiveness is saying there is nothing that I can do about that event Mm -hmm. and if but i can do something about my head and my soul Mm. and all of this grace and you know god is rich in mercy one of the most fascinating scriptures in bible god is rich in mercy Mm. so we are to be rich Mm. in mercy now is that for the other person well from god to us it is yeah but forgiveness grace and mercy given and forgiveness that Freeze me. Right. I am no longer tied to something that I cannot change or do anything mm. about. And the other thing is, forgiveness doesn't mean reconciliation. Uh, I can forgive. Let, let's just say somebody had 18 affairs and divorced them. Well, I can forgive that person, but that doesn't mean I'm going to have to be in relationship mm. with that person. Mm. Forgiveness is where we let God take care of whatever uh, consequence needs to be handled. But I am no longer going to let real estate in my brain mm. be taken up by a hurt, a past event, a, a sick person, right. a troubled person. I'm not going to let that infect me or carry that around with me. So I'm freeing myself right. from a past event I cannot change when I forget. So do you think forgiveness then is a process or is it an instant thing that you need to force? Well, great question because a lot of times uh, Christians think that they have to forgive instantly. Like you'll hear somebody, uh, like a, a mother's child in a inner city is shot, and yep. he says, I forgive this person. Well, I, I think more accurate, it would be, uh, I'm going to work toward total forgiveness hmm. of this person. And, and what we sometimes do when we forgive too quickly is we are excusing it. Uh, person's unfair. Okay, I forgive you and hoping that everything's going to be great and wonderful. Well, what I'm really doing is I'm excusing and I'm wishing right. rather than having true hope. So it's important that we forgive in increments that need to be used. If someone if I, if someone kills my child, right, and that might be a two-year process. Yeah. Um, but I want to enter that process. Hmm. And, you know, you can kind of start building a bridge toward forgiveness while the raging waters of anger and disappointment and bitterness are still raging. You can start that. But 
Uh, like when, when I was married, I, I was married previously, and my previous wife, after 20 years of a really hard, hard marriage, she uh, had an affair, mm-hmm. and then she divorced me. And she left, and I raised our child. Mm-hmm. I can show you a beautiful picture of her mm-hmm. got married two weeks ago. But anyway, I, I entered a process, mm-hmm. and if I had said instantly, I forgive her, yeah. it would have been a lot. Mm-hmm. I needed to do some work, and I am so grateful I did that work. Because she's not up here. Right. That event is not up here. That's... I eventually was able to pray good things for her. Mm. And my motive was that she was the mother right. of my daughter. And right. I wanted good things for her. So I know that really horrible things take time. Yep. It is a process. Mm. And one of the things that we leave out in that process, you really need to grieve what that event or what they did to you, what it took from you. Right. Did it take your innocence, virginity? Did it take the life of, of somebody? Um, did it take away your hopes mm. and dreams? When we can grieve what was lost, mm. then we're more able to embrace mm. what we have and accept that. Mm. And that helps us to be free from that event we cannot change. That's really helpful because I think so many people, they feel pressure to do this instant forgiveness. And it really short circuits the the whole benefit and the long-term effects for you, maybe for that person, but even between you and God. I mean, I even see that with our own kids. You know, we've got three boys and they love to just make each other miserable some days. Yeah, right. And I was one of three boys. Yeah, you get it. And so they'll be like, you know, well, he needs to forgive me. And I go, no, no, uh, yeah, he does need to, but give him some time. Yeah. I mean, you just hit him and, you know, it's like, it's gonna take some time. It's okay, it's a process. But, you know, so one of the questions I get uh, on, on, at the ministry is, okay, well, doesn't the Bible say that if we don't forgive others, then God's not going to forgive us? So I, what if I, for some reason down the path, can't forgive this person? Am I not going to be forgiven? How do you respond to something like yeah, that? I think that's one of the um, most mysterious uh, scriptures uh, that, that I've read because, you know, if you accept Christ, you're say right right and then it says well if you don't forgive others you're not going to be forgiven so what i think is that the person that is not able to forgive may not ever have fully accepted christ because if you accept 100 agree if you accept christ and you know who you are yep and the pain he went through mm. so that you could stand before a holy god you are going to forgive right people I have done, you know, I paid for an abortion when I was in college, and it was the most regretful thing mm. I've ever done. Mm. Compare mm. that to my previous wife having an affair. Mm-hmm. What she did was nothing mm-hmm. compared to what I did. Right. So having received God's forgiveness mm. for that yeah. and know that there's something beyond uh, sin and horrific, horrific tragedy like that, I would be foolish not to forgive someone else. A lot of people think, as I did in the beginning, I've sinned too much, I've gone too far. But I was telling you about my wife and I doing the uh, one-year Bible for men, yeah. one-year Bible for women. When there was a, a day in February, you know, in the one-year plan, there's an Old Testament, a New Testament, Solomon, and Proverbs. In the Old Testament, the passage that day, Aaron was worshiping a golden calf. Mm-hmm. The first guy God hires to be the chief priest is worshiping a golden calf. Yeah. So, so God knows what. I mean. 
Could you fail any work? Yeah. I go to the New Testament passage, same day. Peter is denying he ever met Christ on mm-hmm. the on the same day. Right. So we've got the Old Testament priest. We got the head of the church over here, the, and and miserable yeah. failure yeah. on their part. Mm. So did God say, "Okay, that's it. Yeah. You, you blew it. I'm taking your calling." Back. No. Aaron was restored, remained mm. the chief priest. Right. Peter was restored by Christ. Yeah. And he remained vibrant in his ministry. Mm. And a lot of people think. And some people teach, you can go too far. God will withdraw mm-hmm. his calling. I don't believe so, because mm. I think those guys, if anybody was going to to fail and God say, yeah, you, you're, yeah, you're out, well, you can't do this. But God kind of knows mm. who we are as people. Oh, you sure? And does. so, you know, Rick Warren wrote The Purpose Driven Life. I, mm. I would like to write The Repurposed mm. uh, Driven Life. My favorite show uh, is Flea Market Flip, where they mm. take these horrible pieces of junk and they turn them into something mm. i think that's what my life is about god doing something with a bunch of junk and then there's value there right but it's is value not i think that's why maybe you and i connected a certain level is because god has totally uh redeemed and repurposed our lives for something greater and i'm very thankful for it yeah. one last question before we let you go if someone's struggling with self-forgiveness, receiving that forgiveness, That's because it is because I've worked with a lot of people through the ministry and through church that they're, that they've done some really bad things and they just, every day, I just, I, I struggle, I struggle, I struggle. What do you say to those people? Yeah. Oh, uh, well, sometimes if I have a relationship with them, I, I will say to them, you're not that special. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, Jesus died on the cross for everyone mm-hmm. to be forgiven. Yeah. And he didn't like stand up there and on the cross and say, well, except if you do this or that. So here's this gift that he paid a big price. He didn't just die on the cross. He was tortured beyond all measure. Right. And so he gives you this gift and you're saying to him, I am refusing Mm -hmm. this gift. Yeah. I'm refusing to, you know, if he gave you uh, a pair of, uh, shorts and a t-shirt, you're you're saying not that gift. I don't, I don't, I don't want blue. No. No. You need to put on mm. the, 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 essentially the life of Christ, the forgiveness that he's given you. And you need to think about this. Yeah. He paid the price for that. Why aren't you accepting that gift? Well, it could be that you've never really gone through a grieving process mm. of what you cost yourself and what you lost. So sometimes when we grieve the loss, then we're free to forgive ourselves. It's huge. And a lot of times... We are in a regret mode, mm. wanting to redo or whatever. And we miss what's out here that God has for us because we're so focused on what was and what might have been. We got to get into what is right, and what is to be under God's great, amazing, transforming power. Man, you gave us some great advice today. You answered all the hard questions. You gave us real answers. Steve, I thank you so much for your time today. If people want to learn more about you and your ministry and get some help, where do they go? Uh, newlife.com mm-hmm. or 1-800-NEW-LIFE. All right. Be sure you check it out. Steve, thank you so much, brother. Thank you, Ned.